How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Because the Internet Podcast. It is December 8th. We're coming off a massive Patriots victory on Monday. We'll get right into it right away. Steve, I know you're flying high from that Patriots win. How are you doing otherwise? Uh, fantastic. It's currently uh, uh, December, like you said, December 8th, uh, currently 9-11, never forget. And uh, it's going to be hard to forget that Patriots win. Um, I feel like yeah. that's going to be one that uh, goes down in the like pantheon of just weird games that we will always talk about. Yeah, uh, on top of it being just like a massive game in in the moment, um, as we've been kind of talking about with the NFL schedule all season, and we did, we did that we did our playoff predictions last week, sort of thing. Um, we'll go back to our normal recap this week, um, and then maybe bring out the playoffs in like two weeks or something like that when we when we get a little bit closer and things have shaken out a little bit more. Um, but yeah, so we we were kind of leading up to that game, like talking about how big of a game it could possibly be and how big a game it really was. It was you know. All of a sudden, New England has the first place in all of the AFC, plus the Bills had that on the line, and then also, obviously, first place in the division. Um, go into it. I didn't even realize the weather was supposed to be as bad as it was, like, the day like the day before, and then the day of, that's all people mm-hmm. talking about. Um, you got the videos pregame of Gunnar Oshevsky throwing the ball up in the air to practice punt returns, and then just, like, going 10 yards behind him to the left. You have both kickers kicking field goals, um, and it just like all of a sudden it would just stop like right before it hits the goal line, and then just like take a ninety degree turn. Um, one of the craziest weather games. Mac Jones ends up throwing two passes or three passes, completing two of them. Um, mm-hmm. That's all three passes the entire game, and New England wins fourteen ten, and you know just a grinded out. All the running like Ramondre and Damian looked good, um, and Buffalo was broken after the game too. On top of it, so a lot of lot of storylines and takeaways and. We get to do it all again in three weeks. So, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like uh, let's hope, you know, the, the weather is is better uh, on December 26th when they come to Foxborough. And, um, you know, because I'd like to see both teams sort of at, at full go, not really with like, you know, a, a hand tied behind anyone's mm-hmm. back. Just, if you know, the weather sort of really dictated how the teams played. And it looked like it obviously did from the jump, uh, you know, even from the opening coin toss and the bills winning it and electing to take the ball first instead of electing to uh, choose which quarters they had the wind to their yeah. like back. Um, I thought that was like just sort of an immediate, like the Patriots may like have the leg up on like how prepared or well thought out this is now, you know, I certainly expected it to be a run heavy game. I know the, Bill's defense is that's one of their weak spots. So, you mm-hmm. know, they and the Patriots both, you know, really struggle at defending the run. Um, so I figured it was going to be a run heavy game from the Patriots uh, perspective. The Belichick has really um, kept the guardrails on Mac Jones for most of the season. You know, he has not put them in, uh, he has not put him in really vulnerable positions where, you know, it can all fall apart. Um, but I didn't expect this uh and and maybe it's i feel like it's less because of mac jones like i didn't think any less of mac jones after the game Um, no because it it worked it's different you know different story if it doesn't work um right right yeah basically with the other side basically what happened with the bills is a lot of hate going to josh allen because they ran it and then when he had to pass it it didn't work and so when you when when one it works for one team doesn't work for the other you know different story like it had the bills come back and then like there was like one final drive and mac jones doesn't you know lead the comeback or whatever and met and goes two for seven or whatever you know it's a whole different conversation that we're having 
Yeah, right. I mean, if they if they lose that game, if if Josh Allen uh, scores that touchdown at the at the end of the game, um, then obviously we're talking about things a little differently. Even in the second half, like there were moments where, you know, there were third downs where we were choosing to run it instead of passing it, and you're just like, all right, like you know, once once the Nikhil Harry play happened, where <laughs> you know we really had the opportunity to go up um, uh, two touchdowns and we give them the ball immediately right back, then, you know, that was a moment where it's like, okay, the margin of error, like really shrinks here. Yeah. Um, but some of the stuff, the fun facts that have come out, like after the game, um, Pats went for that two point conversion immediately after that first score. Um, basically Belichick had decided pregame that they would not be kicking it outside the 10 yard line. Mm-hmm. So um, it, when, when facing the wind. That, yeah. When going uh, that direction. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when facing the wind at that end of the stadium, uh, which, you know, they go by, they go for two. Um, and it just sort of immediately, like, is a tone setter. Um, you know, obviously the runs, which, you know, both teams basically uh, had similar days running the ball. Uh, the Obviously the Patriots had that, you know, long run from Damian Harris, mm-hmm. uh, which really, you know, busted the, the game open. Um, and then you know, they, they averaged not counting that run. They averaged three and a half yards per carry. Um, and the bills averaged four. So they were both relatively, um, you know, similar on the ground. It's just the, um, just game plan wise. And I know, um, you know, like I, I don't, I don't think I, I don't obviously think Josh Allen is bad but I just don't think that he is as good as a lot of people say he is. Um, and I have some, some stats to back that up. Um, so this season he um, ranks uh, 12th in passer rating and it drops to 23rd when he is faces any kind of pressure. So I know you've talked about like how their line isn't that great. Um, but anytime he faces pressure, um, his passer rating drops to uh, to 23rd in the league amongst quarterbacks. Um, he's also his his quarterback his record as a starter. And I, again, he's only been in the the league for four years, but um, his record as a starter um, isn't great when he starts the second half losing. Um, so that's another thing. Like he he the games where he's playing with a lead. Um, I don't know. I know he I know that's one of the things that makes him 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 is that he, you know, has that edge to him and he's a bit, uh, you know, he's he's going to be the guy that dives for the pylon and things like that. But I think something something with him and McDermott, like I feel like they're a match made in heaven is is that they they get a little bit too emotional. And it's one thing like for, for me, you know, like I'm of the Belichick school of quarterbacks where like the two most important things for me are, um, you know, the mental intangibles and your ability to be accurate passing. And one of the things last night, like it, it, it doesn't look like a huge play on like a stat sheet. It's not an interception or anything. Um, but that play towards the end of the game where Josh Allen takes a sack, which makes the, um, makes the, uh, the field goal attempt mm-hmm. even longer, which then leads to, uh, the, the missed kick. Like those are things that, you know, if he's going to be compared, if he's going to be considered, you know, top three, some consider him, you know, the best quarterback in the league. Like 
I think those are things that I knock him for. Um, and, you know, he has the offensive weapons and, and um, you know, I don't know. Those are, those are just things that I feel like knock him a bit. And I think that's, I think Belichick doesn't do what he does last night. If he doesn't think somewhat similarly, if, if mm-hmm. he's not, I mean, there were Stefan Diggs drop away from losing that game too. Like that was a dime of a pass into the wind. Right. Right. And, and yards he, field and Diggs drops it. Right. And, and I don't, I don't think Josh Allen played like a bad game per se. I mean, yeah. he's one of the few quarterbacks in the league that I, I think could throw they it through. Need, they don't need to um, compensate for the wind mm-hmm. as much, but yeah, he can throw uh, it through. Like basically, I mean, that's what he is. He's, he, he's huge and not afraid to use his body and then mm-hmm. has a cannon arm. Right. And so I, he, can and throw, I think, he threw a lot of passes through the wind. Like a few, that one touchdown pass to Emmanuel Sanders. I don't even know how he caught it. Like the thing was going like 110 miles an hour. Yep. Yeah. He dropped the arm a little bit, got it under uh, Van Noy. Um, and like a, another thing, like I think Belichick did a great job at um, basically adding uh, another guy on the field. Um, it was that guy that I've never heard of before. Yes. He's brand new to the team that got the sack. Yep. Um, he was basically spying um, Josh Allen all night. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and if you notice, like he wasn't very productive on the ground as, as much as he normally is. And even when he was, you know, getting a couple of those runs up the middle, they were making him feel it. Like, I mean, uh, if you watch Josh Allen after he got up the, off the ground a couple of times, like there was obviously that Matthew Judon hit, which like could have been, uh, could have, or, or could not have been like a, a roughing the passer. Um, but they were making him feel it and they weren't mm-hmm. letting him, you know, be RB one. Yeah. Um, and, and Van Noy did a really good job too. They, they pointed out a couple times in the broadcast, but Van Noy never committed too much to the middle and always yeah. kind of took his guard or t- tackle around to the side. So right. That, Cause he, cause that's he what, loves the yeah, roll right. Roll, most, I mean, any quarterback, yeah, you're going to yeah. all right-handed quarterbacks going to roll their left. And then you watch Tua, he rolls to his or mm-hmm. their right, his left. Um, so Van Noy just made it. So it was like that extra step. He had to go backwards to then go out and around and just, and then you have a guy spying on him. There's no chance he's getting anywhere from it. So yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so that those are some areas where I just, I feel like Belichick just really picked on, um, and, and really asserted himself. Uh, you know, you can see some of the post-game comments, as you said, uh, you know, you can, you can tell McDermott, you know, pretty, and they have a history too, you know, two years ago. Uh, Belichick, uh, Belichick's son and McDermott were getting in shouting matches on the field up in Buffalo mm-hmm. um, because apparently Steve Belichick was like on their side of the field um, at one point during warmups. Like, and there's video of McDermott being like, es- like being dragged away from the field as he's <laughs> screaming at, at Steve Belichick. So, um, you know, even to invoke his name last night, like afterwards and be like, well, let's not give Belichick too much credit. Like, here. yeah, that's like oh, uh, going out of your way to being like, I'm salty about that. Right. It's like, you know, how to like, how to say you're, you know, uh, embarrassed about the game without actually saying that you're like embarrassed that you got a coach. Like um, even the, you know, Poyer, who are the two, um, the, um, two, I just, two defensive I just backs after the game, like they. Micah Hyde them, and Jordan Poyer. Yeah. Them saying that, uh, you know, you know, they, they gave up, they only gave up 14 points. So like, why should they be uh, mm-hmm. embarrassed? It's like, it's like, you knew you knew what they were doing like yeah. at some point and like right, Micah hyde being adjust. directly responsible for the touchdown too right he, he, <laughs> he overcommitted you... and got beat and then damon harris took off like it's right. tough yeah it's a tough break for them um it's funny too but... because 
this I was gonna say this at the beginning, but we're talking about DBs now. This should, in theory, have helped the Bills win because they have no Trey White now for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Like that's their number one guy in defense and in coverage. And so, like, if you do get good weather in Foxborough, you know, in a couple of weeks, it's like who who's got to be the next man? Like Mike Hyde is very good, but mm-hmm. he's not Trey White in coverage. Right. And I still think like, and I agree with you, there were certainly plays and, and this was something, um, you know, a, a part of the longer quote from McDermott after the game was like, um, you know, we were 0 for 4 in the red zone. They were 0 for 1. Um, you know, we had we had X amount of drops. Like he's like, you got to take advantage of your opportunities. And, and I'm sure if you're a Bills fan, like you're obviously, you know, kicking yourself at Dawson Knox drops or, or you know, false starts or Stefan Diggs drops and those guys not coming through. Um, I would say that last play of the game or that, sorry, that, um, that yes, that I believe it was the last play of the game. Um, I didn't think it was a great throw Mm -hmm. by Allen just because of the situation, like facing the wind. um, Like I, I just, I feel like he has a tendency to, because he likes to run, um, like I felt like he he left the pocket a little too um, just from watching it, like in rewatching it, you know, all day today. Um, like it felt like he had more time in the pocket, like one mm-hmm. of those things where it's like you sort of the the sounder goes off in your head a little bit too too soon that it's like all right, I gotta like make something happen. Um, but yeah, again, you know, it was uh, even the plays earlier, you know, were were well defended. It, it felt like I it mean, was, yeah, you gotta I gotta give some credit on the defense too on that play no, too it, to leave it, his man to recognize it as the pass has happened. It, pass could have been a little higher just to make yeah. that a little bit more to reach. And I think he still would have got there. But it, at the end of the day, the guy, there was a defender draped on the back of, I don't even know, was it Emmanuel Sanders? Who was gonna, the pass to? I don't even know anymore. But um, but what, yeah, what a play to switch off your defender if you saw him mid-throw to cut back and like just swat it down and swat it down too, not try to catch it and tip it up and, you know. And you mentioned, you mentioned earlier like about how this could potentially break the bills. Like, and that's, that was a lot of like the talk was about, you know, after seeing those post-game interviews, like, you know, this is certainly a loss that can really derail a season. Mm-hmm. Uh, they currently sit at seventh in the AFC. Um, and then they go and face the Bucks this upcoming, uh, you know, on a, on a short week. Um, so it is funny that McDermott, you know, for years hasn't been able to escape Belichick and Brady, and now yeah. he has to face them again and back separate, to back, back to back weeks separate with the Patriots two weeks after that again. So it's like you get Belichick, Brady, rest, which can sort Belichick. of right, and and it it has a chance to end their end their season. Yeah, it, um, they are in the playoffs, and they should finish in the playoffs because they still have three easy games left. Um, right. assuming they win those, but yeah, you go from looking at you're you're within arm's reach of a one seed bye to. Mm-hmm probably one of the lower of the two like you're going to be playing either new england or kansas city probably on the road in your first round right you know or or baltimore like neither of those three options are very friendly to play on the road right and i think you know even the patriots like if you look at their you know i obviously we we did this last week but like i i think the fans who are you know obviously enjoy enjoy the victory and enjoy the fact you know can can sort of i think the fact that we are, I think that a lot of the, the um, uh, pomp and circumstance about us currently being the one seed is, is in part fact due to the fact that most people didn't expect us to be here. Yeah. And most Patriots fans didn't expect it either. Yeah. I don't um, think anyone did really. So, 
I mean, the Patriots could very well be where the Bills are in a couple of weeks if they lose to a Colts team that's playing really well. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, if they get a Bills team that, you know, doesn't have to deal, you know, if you get the Bills straight up, um, you know, without them overthinking things because of the the weather or just, you know, really being outwilled, um, you know, the Patriots could very well be in the spot that that the Bills are in. Um, So after this game, you know, this, I feel like, you know, this, this was it. You had the, the Browns game, which was really like a domination for the Patriots. You had the Titans, um, which was, you know, a team that was just, you know, missing their five best offensive weapons. Mm -hmm. Um, The, the, um, I almost said the Ryans, the Falcons, Falcons, which, you know, are, uh, you know, not a great team, but then you have the bills in a situation like this, obviously not a normal circumstance, but for most people, were an AFC championship, uh, you know, contender, uh, or, or someone that they had slotted into that game at the start of the season. Do you have, where do you have the Patriots? Are they your best team in the AFC right now? Or do you still think the bills, the chiefs, um, a Tennessee team, if they get some of those guys back deserve that number one spot. And mm. in, in terms of deserve, I'll say, whoever's there deserves it, but wait, let's just we'll play out the scenario of AFC championship. Mm-hmm. Like just guessing who the AFC championship game. Or just like, be. who do you, th- yeah. Like who do you yeah, think yeah, is yeah. the, who do you think is the best team in the league? It's always, it's always tough to say anything against the chiefs. I think they, you know, talent wise, they're just there. And if their defense can play like they have been, but you know, you have a half a year of their defense, not playing very good. Right. Um, and same kind of goes with, Tennessee in that sense I saw an argument to me like people are arguing like you know the same thing Patriots haven't beat anyone because Tennessee had five of their offensive players out I'm mm-hmm. um, look at their records against this and but <clears throat> Tennessee lost to was it the Chiefs or no maybe it's the Chiefs it was the Chiefs had to play a fully healthy Tennessee but the mm-hmm. Chiefs lost 37 to 3 and it's like well Derrick Henry AJ Brown don't cause you to score three points essentially like you know negatively yeah. so it was, an, it was a negative thing against the Chiefs not the Titans um, necessarily, but I would say, I, I'd say I always got to lean the chiefs just because talent everywhere. Um, and if they can stay healthy on defense, cause I, part of it was, they were pretty banged up on defense as well. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll lean the chiefs now. I think, I think the Patriots are as good as the Titans bills or Ravens though. Like a- after that, like, yeah, like there's, just I, I think hole, the... there's holes that like the Ravens can't run outside of Lamar right now because everyone's and they're like, so banged know, up as well. Yeah. They have so many injuries their wide receiver core has never been good. It's been more about Mark Andrews. So it's like, it's not like they, you know, Hollywood Brown's been good. He's dropped way less, but it's not like, mm-hmm. it's not like a, a, you know, a Devontae Adams or a Tyree kill, like a, a complete game changer there. Um, in any, and their in defense any is like moment, hit and like, miss too. In any week, like they can, uh, like it, it seems like uh, Lamar Jackson's chemistry with, with Mark Andrews has been consistent, mm-hmm. but at any week, like um, his, his chemistry with his receivers could be completely like non-existent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, I think the Ravens are just too inconsistent and, and play up and down to levels too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the bills, we just obviously saw the game and I, I don't, I'm not going to say the Patriots are much better than the bills mm-hmm. by any stretch, but I also wouldn't say like the bills deserve or, or are much better than the Patriots in that sense. So yeah, and that's really, it's, one, it's one of those things where obviously, in, but right. It's one of those things where like, we're going to play them again. So yeah. we're going to be able to see, um, I think right now, if the Chiefs, if the Pats were to play the Chiefs uh, like tomorrow, mm-hmm. I would feel comfortable about the Pats. But I think if the Pats were to play the Chiefs four weeks from now, a month from now, yep. then if I would feel better going. about the Chiefs. Yeah. Just because I feel like the Chiefs this year 
are sort of the bucks of last year mm-hmm. where they were really stumbling having in the trouble. bucks of this year for, to an extent true yeah <laughs> but i we got to see the bucks actually like get back into a consistent yeah, yeah. form um but yeah, I just feel like they stumbled and they're starting to get their group back. And, and you know, like as, as I've said here, I think a lot of people counted them out too early. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's certainly, you know, a great game for, for Belichick. Um, you know, it's been interesting to see uh, the Patriots since the Cowboys game, really, uh, which was the game we lost that, you know, in, mm-hmm. in awful fashion at the end. Reports are that Belichick, took back basically uh charge of the defense yep. like he had left it up to his son and um uh gerard mayo yep. and who were sort of like you know sharing duties as defensive coordinator and after that game he took it back there were even those comments remember we talked about them of uh, devin mccourty like sort of like wondering why they were in that formation at the end of the game uh, reports are that Belichick after that game said like, all right, like, you know, we can't do this again. So, and he took it back and, and their defenses look really good since. And, um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see, uh, after that just seems like they're gelling. It just seems like yeah. they're gelling. Even, even Mac Jones answers after the game. Like I just loved, um, you know, cause it, hope, there will be a lot of, you know, talk on first take this week about, um, you know, well, how can Mac Jones be good if he only needed to throw it three times? Um, but he took everything, you know, he, he knew going in that this was the game plan and, and yeah, he gets no praise, but he should get no hate either. (laughs) Right. But I think he should get praise for having like the, like the Patriots are, the Patriots are a week to week game plan team. They Mm -hmm. don't just, you know, run the same offense every week and say, you know, this is what we do. We're not going to change. That's not how Belichick has made his success over 20 years is, is they, look at their opponent, they look at this, this situation and they say, you know, okay, well, what are we going to do differently? And this week it's, you know, the quarterback's only going to throw five times. Mm -hmm. Would, if Brady was back there, like, would it have been the same circumstance? Probably not. Um, You know, but I don't think he would have been dropping back throwing. No, yeah. I don't think it would be much much different. It was funny. The first pass of the game for Mac Jones was him checking into it too. It was a run play. Mm-hmm. that he checked into so it's very funny there too like that he you know so if you want to give some praise he did he did check into it found the open receiver almost missed him but yeah that was the uh, it's the clearly John the right call right? John Smith right yeah the really good catch from John Smith yeah yeah so uh so yeah I that was a, a big game I was it was a fun one I felt like ESPN was treating it like the uh uh the Super Bowl um because it was a uh pretty pretty massive game so that was uh, a fun one to watch and it yep. uh, was a great way to end week 13. Yes, and then we'll do a little time time warp and go back to the beginning of week 13. Skip the Thursday night game because New Orleans is dead and Taysom Hill's not a quarterback. Um, Tampa Bay beating the Falcons 30 to 17. Um, we were just obviously talking about Tampa Bay, kind of trying to find get back into form. Chris Godwin, um, first time he's looked really, really good. Obviously, he's had some moments this year, but mm-hmm. I mean, for, was it 14 catchers for something like, like 143 yards? Um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, shifting back and forth between, you know, with with Gronk still, you know, fine. I feel like he's back to form now. Um, yeah. But with Antonio Brown being TBD on when, you know, exactly he's going to be able to come back. Um, the balance between Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, it feels like over the past couple of weeks, it's swung towards uh, Godwin. Yep. 
but then yeah and then you could swing back obviously as well Mm -hmm. um just the way they work but they've they've looked good i mean not much to say about atlanta really that you know cordell patterson's fully back and he was their best player but Mm -hmm. um they're kind of just like they're they're on to next season. I mean, I know it was weird a couple of weeks. So obviously, we're saying the Falcons if they have play uh, season ended today, we're in the, with the seventh seed in the playoffs, um, in the NFC, and then all of a sudden that's kind of faded out. I mean, the, I, I think everyone has a chance, but I, w- I would I'd really struggle to see any chance that Atlanta has kind of going forward for their season. Um, no, I agree with you. Yeah, there's not much else to take away from there, but Tampa, it's good for Tampa Bay because there is quite a heavy like side of the nfc very top heavy as we were talking about um last mm-hmm. week's episode like that that one through four uh four seed is only like a game or two so big win yeah they're um, still fighting for it so they need to make sure that they take care of the uh you know the games that they um that they should win yeah so. and what yeah one slip up and all of a sudden the one seeds up for grabs with the cardinals who played chicago um score looks i think even friendlier than it should 33 22 um basically from the first pass of the game of Andy Dalton picking uh throwing a pick uh kind of just felt like it was Arizona all day um Dave Montgomery did look good for Chicago and stuff like that but mm-hmm. Chicago looks really bad Arizona looks good and they obviously had Kyler back and D-Hop back which is very funny the first touchdown pass was to him um and they look like they missed no time at all so yeah and I rolling. and I keep I keep feeling like um and maybe it's because they're Arizona and it's been so long since they've been like really good mm-hmm. um i'm just saying like you know they've had real playoff success in, in a long time um i just feel like people are not talking about them and it's could be because you know their two best players have been out for yeah. a while yeah um but but again they are they do have the best record in the nfl they are leading the tougher conference and it feels like you know when we're talking about like like right now the Super Bowl favorites are which again I still can't believe but it's Brady and the Patriots to mm-hmm. like you know go back uh, to the Super Bowl so I just feel like there's a lot of leaving the uh, Cardinals out of the discussion who knows um, you know maybe they get to the playoffs and their lack of experience really you know is their Achilles heel um, but as of now they've taken care of business in sort of a complete team uh, type of way so yeah yeah I think they just they had to buy it the right time or right slash wrong time. And then mm-hmm. you get three weeks or four weeks of Colt McCoy, whatever it ended up being, I think three, just kind of put them on the back burner there. You know, they steadily won. They only lost that one, um, the second game with him. So I think, yeah, they just got put on the back burner. I, I, I for one, like, obviously I was not heavy on them in the beginning season. I've obviously flipped um, and, and their defense has played really well. And I think that they're full complete team now. So mm-hmm. I, I would, I would still have them my favorite in the NFC, but like you said, lack of experience come playoff time. They're good. There's no easy out in the NFC. Like, in theory, like for you know Patriots at the one seed, they can they can somehow go like get lucky and avoid the Chiefs and Ravens, and they might have to fight each other, and then only right. one team makes it out. So there's 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 just nothing. There's that can't happen in the NFC. Like you're gonna have to play a Rams team, which I I ex- still expect to be better by the time come playoffs. Um, a 49ers team that's getting better, uh, Packers team, or um, there's one more. Who am I who am I missing? I'm missing one in there. Um, Cowboys. Cowboys. Yes, Cowboys yeah. is the one. Yep. So like any of those yeah. teams are scarier. Like there's just more options in the NFC. So there is always that chance. But I I'm all in on Arizona. I w- I would have them as my favorite in the NFC. Which is funny because isn't isn't that quite a 180 as to how the season started, right? Because weren't you? That's what I was saying. Yeah. I, well, I just not a big believer on them. Yeah, they were like, winning. Ga- they were winning games by Kyler throwing five touchdowns or, or score mm-hmm. five total touchdowns and and yeah. 
but like in, in the NFC, there's not like when you have the Packers and the Rams and the 49ers and this all these offenses, like if your defense is right. soft, you're see going you to see lose. where you are in December. Yeah. yeah. That's... And, and their defense, since I've said that, is has shown up week in, week out. I mean, like I said, the score is flattering at 3322. So, you know, mm-hmm. you want to take a negative, like maybe don't let games get close like that. Um, but that's picking at straws. And I, th- I, th- I would, I think they're the best, most complete team um, in the NFC from top to bottom. Yeah. And, and just uh, <laughs> like supporting your point earlier about how tough a road to the Super Bowl it's going to be in the NFC. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it, that buy is even more important. So, like, yes, if, if they don't get the buy, they instantly lose my favorite. Like, I think the buy, like, the buy in the NFC is far more crucial. Because mm-hmm. I think the first round, even if you don't get the buy in the AFC, your for at least your first round matchup is going to be um, a struggling Chargers team, maybe a team that sneaks in like a Dolphins or something like that. Yeah. Like, like that that seventh seed is is going to be pretty bad. I mean, the seventh seed technically, as of now, could be pretty bad in the NFC. So maybe mm-hmm. if you're the two seed, you're not too worried. But you know, it's a little bit deeper, I'd say. Yeah, I just, I feel I feel like a team like the Cardinals that doesn't have much playoff experience. Uh, Kyler Murray, same thing. Uh, like they could very easily lose one of those first round games, despite, you know, their really good record where a team like the Packers Buccaneers with, you know, quarterbacks that have been doing it forever mm-hmm. at such a high level, like you, there's not really a ton of fear of them tripping up over, uh, you know, a wild card round. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, right now the seventh seed is the 49ers too. So it's like, do you really want to be round one playing a 49ers team that, you know, has a healthy Kittle, healthy Debo. Right. Yeah. Um, Ayuk's been, you know, more involved, but, you know, there's a lot that could happen. Um, but in the AFC, that one of the teams I'd mentioned struggling actually ends up winning. Chargers beating Cincinnati, which is, you know, both teams are in the playoffs if the season ended today. Um, 41-22, absolute blowout. Um, that wasn't the game I was expecting. No, sure. especially, you know, both teams are trending the opposite way. Cincinnati had picked up a couple big wins. Um, Chargers since that Patriots game have looked like it didn't mean much to the Patriots because like the Chargers looked like they were just a bad team. Mm-hmm. I think they only had like one or two wins maybe since that Patriots game. I, I feel like the I feel like kind of after that win or after, I guess after that loss for the Bengals, um, I kind of feel like their season is is over. Um, and I yeah. know we did that rapid fire exercise last week but um where it was just sort of like you know throwing darts but um you know they got the bills behind them obviously they got the steelers and they got the colts and the raiders the raiders i think like they're you know um just based off of the division that they're in like i'm gonna find it hard for them to be able to squeak in Uh, maybe the browns if they're able to pull some things off but i just feel like the Bengals have lost so many close games or, or choke them away yep. or, or not shown up, you know, in the sense of like this, this could have been a really big prove it game for the Bengals. And they, you know, the, the score is a lot closer than, um, you know, it actually indicated and looked on the field. So. Yeah. And, and the Bengals have 49ers, Broncos, Ravens, Chiefs, Browns to end the season. So, yeah. you know, you got a couple teams that are a couple teams ahead of them and then the Browns who are chasing them. Luckily, they beat the Raiders and Steelers, who are two teams you mentioned chasing them as well. But, yeah, this was a big mm-hmm. game here because schedule does not get much easier for them um, going forward. But next game now means nothing for the playoffs. It had playoff implications maybe going before Minnesota. But the Detroit Lions getting their first win of the season against the Minnesota Vikings. Of course, you knew it was going to be a close game. Um, but this is usually the close game that the Vikings end up winning. Did not happen that case. 
you know, Jared Goff leaves a 75, leads a 75 yard drive to end the game with a touchdown pass on the last play of the game. It's like all things that you just couldn't believe happened, happened. Um, that Mike Zimmer defense, you know, just, yeah. uh, you know, playing the, the back, uh, the back out of bounds. Yeah. We both end. said it right away. It was like, it was the first thing I thought when I saw it, it's like play to win the game fourth down. You shouldn't be able to walk halfway into the end zone without being like touched. Yeah. Like that he caught the, yeah. Like, it's not like he caught the ball on the one sir. and fell backwards. He caught the ball no. like a three yards into the end zone. He's like on the, he's on the S of the Vikings, just like completely alone falls yeah. to the ground before he's even touched. Um, yeah. I mean, that's just, that is the Vikings. That's yeah. Um, Especially with Jared Goff. It's like, let Jared Goff throw one into the back right corner perfectly from 25 yards out or whatever it was right i mean you like know, make golf do that like if, if you're playing Mahomes, maybe you like overthink it mm-hmm. and you play a little bit softer defense but it's like it's jared yeah. golf like just force him to make a throw that's impossible it's a shame i was honestly uh, i was really rooting for you know just detroit football just they deserve to continue to be miserable just not <laughs> their for their poor fans no but like um i mean that ownership group is just like yeah know, I, the owners I, I think all everyone's against the owners they've done nothing to you know make any investments in their team so i really was you know really a, a bit you know that 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 stung a little bit seeing them uh get that victory it took i, I it took a little bit away from my uh from my sunday <laughs> i like golf i like deandre swift um so happy for them um tj hawkinson's fun to report too but you know did not expect it to be against the Vikings, especially because last week we were talking about the Vikings being a sneaky seven seed of the NFC. Yeah, the, I mean, they the, also... Basically them and the football team, and now they've basically kicked themselves out of the playoffs and have a harder schedule going in. Like, this is one of those that's just like, okay, we, we'll get this win, and we'll then we'll fight for a playoff spot. Yeah, um, I mean, we talk, we've talked about them all year playing up and down to their opponents. This is obviously a case of that. Um, and we also talked, I think, before the podcast about this upcoming Thursday game uh, tomorrow mm-hmm. um, loser leaves town match, essentially where you got yeah. Minnesota playing um, the, the Pittsburgh, Steelers. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Both teams that are fringe playoff, we'll call it now just because of the, the extra game and, and the seventh seed mm-hmm. um, that basically, yeah. Whoever loses this game, I think officially can probably write their season off and the winner probably has that hope to get that seventh seed still Vikings. I'd say less than the Steelers, but still possibility. Um, yeah. But talking about teams in the AFC, you know, fight for that last seed. Um, Miami, I brought them up earlier as a team that's been hot since, you know, they've, I think they're a couple wins in a row, you know, looking to get 500. Um, 500 right now would put you in the playoffs. Um, but they're 20, they won 20 to nine against the Giants. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, it's the Giants, so it's like, can't take too much from it. But Jalen Waddle looked incredible. Um, and two has looked, you know, serviceable con- considering where we had him at the beginning of the season serviceable it's very good yeah i mean i still i still don't think he's the quarterback of the future there yeah. I, mm-hmm. I just don't know if he has the makeup of you it, have not joined two and on no i'm not on uh, i'm not on any reddit streams or anything like that um or reddit threads um i do however have that game circled at the end of the year i do honestly think that, that is the game i am most afraid of uh <laughs> on the path schedule yes. um it's in miami weird things happen there weird people debauchery in the pools all of it um mm-hmm. just weird stuff happens there especially if they have Although, a playoff spot on the line right that's what i'm saying like they could they, for them they could be like win and get in 
This is uh, that, that could that's essentially their Super Bowl, assuming like you know if it's a win and get in situation. Right. But the other side was like Mac Jones. He's from Florida. He thrives there. Like maybe I don't know. But I was like I was like of the games on the Patriots schedule, looking for the rest of the month. I was like, ooh, that like you know that one in in uh, Miami scares me. But um, for the Giants, obviously no. Um, no Daniel Jones either, right? Um, yeah. He wasn't playing. Mike Glennon. Um, Saquon Barkley, though, back doesn't look himself. I know he's obviously – he's probably still dealing with injuries, but um, yeah. he just hasn't looked right really in the games that he's supposedly been healthy and okay to play. Um, so that's something, I guess, you know, that bears monitoring as, you know, the Giants move forward and are really just playing for a, uh, a draft pick at this point. Yeah, I, I would since his first injury, he's anytime he's played, like even if he's fully healthy, plays like four weeks in a row, he just looks in like I, you kind of said it already, but he looks injured running. Like yeah. I don't know what it is. I mean, he still ran for five yards of carry, um, which is you know nothing bad, but yeah, he just doesn't look the same. Doesn't look um, there. But again, it is Mike Glennon at quarterback, so it's like they're probably leaning run heavy, mm-hmm. so it's like you, a little bit easier for the Dolphins to stop it, but. Um, Philly, I guess Philly, you call playoff team still too. Um, they still in the yep. hunt. Um, with Gardner Minshew beating the Jets thirty-three to eighteen, my boy Gardner Minshew. I know. I that's I. I thought of you when I saw him come in pregame with the uh, the Top Gun attire on. <laughs> yes, and uh, you know he him fight, you know looking like he's fighting his. I, I saw the video first and I thought he was fighting like a fan. Oh, at the at the at the, um, the dap up with his dad. Yeah. Right. Yes. A dap up. I mean, that was, a yeah, full, well, a I guess what it was, but it was, yeah, that was a football um, guy dap up where you just punch each other. Right. I thought he was going to like no helmet on just start smashing <laughs> skulls. Um, but yeah, I mean, Philly, um, I, I think Minshew is going to be the starter uh, this week as well. And then mm-hmm. he'll probably lose his job to Hertz um, after the bye week but um, huge for Minshew going forward though, for his career, like there's going to be a team that's going to take a shot with for him next year. I imagine. Yeah, Assuming I mean, he plays well a, this a, week and then doesn't play again. Right. Maybe a bridge team. Um, I, I do think he'll play this week and then um, Hertz will come back after the bye week. Like, yeah, I don't no, I fully that... agree. Cause I don't think Philly wants to commit. I mean, you know, there might be incentive to have this as your backup now that you've seen it, but. Right. He could, he could, you know, secure he's, you know, this upcoming week, he could secure his next like backup contract. Yeah. Like with the with the uh, Eagles next year, um, he could, you know, looking at some of the teams that might have openings, the Falcons, the Steelers, like he could find himself like a bridge job there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, a you know, obviously a different pace of play. Dallas Goddard had a huge day um, and the Jets, you know, they were fine. Elijah Moore looked uh, decent and uh, Zach Wilson, you know, fine. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's you know, not no. as bad as he's been, but it's nothing to right. You know, not nothing that screams they got their guy. <clears throat> no, right for sure. Um, yeah, and then the team we mentioned earlier, or, or right, I mentioned yeah. about with uh, you know they're just really trending in a, a positive direction. Obviously, going up against the Texans, um, you know, you see these two games on the schedule, and you immediately think like it's going to be a good game just because of like years past mm-hmm. with either like. Um, Deshaun Watson and Andrew Luck or back like when you know they weren't even that good but they you know when uh, Peyton Manning was there like it just seemed like they had good matchups yep. um, but 31 nothing blowout <laughs> uh, Carson Wentz not even really asked to do much uh, Jonathan Taylor had another monster day on the ground um, and you know 
sort of just Indy keeps rolling. Yeah, I mean they're they're another one that you're not gonna whatever whoever matches up with them in the first round is not gonna love it because they play mm-hmm. the hard nose run run the ball down your throat. It's not gonna be a fun game um, for whoever has to fight to play them. But I do think that like come playoff time, if they're forced to make Carson Wentz throw the ball at all, that they're gonna be a you know I don't think they're gonna make a playoff run necessarily. But they are doing enough um, to keep that division in question, which is interesting too. Like. It starts to ask a lot of questions. The Titans, like you know, if the Titans lose another game and the Colts win mm-hmm. or something like that, like or if the Colts beat the Patriots or something like that, and the Titans, you know, slip up somewhere else, like do they rush Derrick Henry back to you know because now now they're fighting for the division title, which is massive because you want that mm-hmm. home game. I'm in the first round of playoffs. I've been impressed with what they've done, honestly. I think um, you look at their roster construction. I think Frank Reich has done a good job um, coaching that team. They've had. Um, I I really think their success comes down to what Carson Wentz is showing up. And so far this season, um, especially, you know, over the past two months, it's been a Carson Wentz who doesn't turn the ball. Yes. Over. If they can, if they can maintain that moving forward, then I do think that they have a real shot at, you know, upsetting a team in the playoffs. Um, Like I, I am really intrigued to see how, like there's yet to be a team really um, since Jonathan Taylor has really popped off that has been able to stop him. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they, they, the, uh, against the bucks, they sort of did it. The Colts sort of did it themselves where they just stopped using him. Um, but you know, that Patriots came in two weeks. The Patriots are one of the league worst teams when it comes to uh, trying to stop the run. Yep. So that could be a really long day for them. Um, so that's, I'm interested to see if the Patriots are able to overcome that, but that is, you know, they have one of the best running backs in the league. I don't think running backs get you anywhere in the NFL, but if you're able to have that a solid defense and a quarterback that doesn't turn the ball over, I think, you know, that's the, um, you know, the, the 49ers approach or the, uh, you know, 2018 Patriots approach where it was running the ball defense and a quarterback that doesn't turn the ball over. Yeah. Yeah. They had, they had huge tests. I think they also have a buy. Um, because then they have the Patriots next and then the Cardinals the week after that. So they're getting, they're getting both one seeds at the time that they're in the one seed spot. So mm. assuming nothing happens with the Cardinals in the next two weeks, but um, so that'll be two tough games. Then they get a little bit easier schedule with the Raiders and Jags. So again, if, you know, if they beat the Patriots, even if they lose, if they, or vice versa, if they beat one of the two teams that they've coming up next, the Titans, I think, are are a little bit scared, more scared, and and there's mm-hmm. a chance because if the Colts do win that, like win that division and get a home game, we're you know a different story all of a sudden, right? Um, crap game um, next, but for, good for the football team because they are now in the playoffs. Um, football team beats the Raiders seventeen to fifteen. Not much else to say. It was a ugly game, gross game, but huge for the football team. They keep they keep finding ways to win, and they are right now not even the seventh seed. They're they're the sixth seed over the 49ers. Taylor Heineke continues to find ways to pull it off. I know it was really their defense that, um, mm-hmm. you know, put up a stand at the end. Um, but yeah, I mean, Taylor Heineke, despite some of his wild inconsistencies, like he, I don't know. I, I think they should think about possibly moving forward with him. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick looks like he's done for the year. Yep. Uh, yeah. I think he is officially done for this whole year. So I, I, I do think that um, he in Heineke 
just has like a no fear factor, which like mm-hmm. I always respect. I mean, it, it is Fitzpatrick. It's just Fitzpatrick Jr. It's right, very right. It's it's Fitzpatrick without the Harvard and without the beard. Like that's sort of like, um, you know, the the he just seems like a guy like you would line up behind and 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 play for. Yeah. Um, despite not having you know all of the intangibles, but despite not being the most like athletically gifted. Um, you know, I, I just feel like for Washington and for where they are as a franchise, like I do think that he makes an interesting guy to think about moving forward. Um, and then for the Raiders, you know, whatever sort of uh, voodoo that they had early on in the season um, or even, you know, the uh, character or the come togetherness that they were able to build after some really, you know, traumatic events for that organization it seems like all of that has worn off and they are, you know, starting to look, you know, on the outside in uh, when it comes to uh, playoff hopes. Yeah. Yeah. Not much. I don't think there's much hope for the the Raiders at this point, but I mean, mm-hmm. they're, they're not officially out or anything like that. So um, monitor them bounce back for the LA Rams. I mean, it's playing the Jaguars. You should be bouncing back. I mean, unless you're the bills in that sense, mm-hmm. but 37, um, seven, um, Stafford and Cup connected again, kind of found that connection a little bit. Sony Michelle actually looked good. Um, friend of the Patriots, you know. Uh, yeah. Looked good because no Daryl Henderson. Um, so that's his best game as a Ram. Odell, Odell was involved. Odell. Yeah, Odell. Odell was involved quite a bit. So they're moving again. It was a Jaguar. So, but that was mm-hmm. kind of, yeah, that's one of those games you kind of need, though, for that last, almost like a bye week without being a bye week. Um, mm. You get more momentum yes. out of Wait, bye week with momentum. Right. Yeah, get right. Get kind right. Of end off the season because, like, again, they could easily. I think they're the highest seed that doesn't have an instant like buy because they, they're not going to win their division with mm-hmm. the Cardinals as of now. Um, but they Jaguars, what with um, just just the Jaguars, like, um, like obviously, you know, nobody expected them to be good, but um, you know, having Trevor Lawrence in a position where he's not trending upwards, uh, mm-hmm. towards the end of the season, like. He was. That's gotta be he pretty, was for a bit. Pretty scary. Yeah, I thought he was. I thought if you watch, like, if you watch the games weren't good, but like his passing and and like he was throwing a lot of picks at the start of the season, which was understandable because mm-hmm. that he, they were basically throwing it fifty times. Um, but I think he's he's turned down on a lot of the you know the turnovers at least. Um, but this game, you know, not very good. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, I don't. I, it's hard. It's like it's it's very funny too because it's like if you. The Lions, I think, are a far better team than the Jaguars, too. Um, just like looking at this, like how they played, but obviously the Jaguars got a couple wins there. Um, but important game, a game again that you know the NFL makes no sense sometimes. Steelers beating Baltimore 20 to 19. You know, you have Harbaugh going for it on the two-point conversion at the end of the game. It worked. I'm fine with it. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, especially with the way the game went, like Najee Harris was looking really good. Like mm-hmm. Pittsburgh was moving the ball; they were at least they were basically almost guaranteed to at least get a field goal in overtime if they got the ball first. Obviously, his explanation was that they had uh, they basically uh, because Marlon Humphreys had just gone out there yes. down all their top three cornerbacks. Yeah, um, so that was their decision, and it was a ball that seems to be Lamar's biggest struggle is like passes on the move within like five yards of you. I was going to say anything within five yards and closer. Yeah. He he seems that he's not doing 360 passing. (laughs) Yeah. And it just, um, you know, it tips off, 
tips off the hands of uh, Mark Andrews again. You know their most sure-handed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Who's wide open? Like it's a, it's a he, he walks falls in, in the end zone. Yeah, walks it in if the ball's you know on his face mask instead of you know out on top of like out at outstretched mm-hmm. of him. And uh, yeah, I mean you know the Big Ben retirement tour like is in full effect now. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Like you get that like he was he's looked awful, and all of a sudden he he looked good like. He looked very not good, but he looked very solid this game. Mm-hmm. Like was moving and throwing and and not lobbing it up for an easy interception. Um, so yeah, again, it's a rivalry game. So obviously, like it's not that weird of a scoreline just because it is that that AFC North. They rivalry. always play weird yeah. games. So yeah, no matter what, like even when the Ravens weren't very good pre Lamar, like that was a close game anyways. Even when it was the Steelers rolling, and then previously before that, it was you know Ray Lewis versus Big Ben was always a good game. Um, so yeah, it's it not surprising like it's to say been... close. It's just like, just feels like it's another one of these games we can chalk up this year that like a, a you know, like a, a Bills losing to the Jags and like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just a bunch of these weird outcomes that we've been seeing. It does feel like two weeks in a row though, um, that Lamar Jackson hasn't looked great. Um, I know mm-hmm. the week before they had, he didn't play great. They had won and he had said, you know, like he, he, I think he had what, like three or four picks in that game um and but they had still come out with the victory and and he was talking about because yeah because that was over the saints i think right yeah i think it was um, the game post and being like in, injured with the stomach bug or whatever yes yep so and, he doesn't really uh, look good since that in, like in, i don't even call it an injury or a sickness right, but right um but yeah he's just that's something to keep an eye on because again you know they were they were the number one seed um yep, at, going into that game and, and they're starting to uh to fall a bit from there so yep um an interesting one here too obviously i keep i've been talking about san francisco as like a team you don't want to play but seattle mm-hmm. um beating them 30 to 23 interesting you know interesting game russ looked better this is like the best his his best he's looked since injury mm-hmm. um there's i think seattle's still out of it i don't think there's really a way back in like even if they went out like it'd be very tight um i think they're just too far gone but it's another one that uh, that you know a divisional team could play spoiler to a 49ers team who's was injured for most of the season and now just trying to make the playoffs. Cause I think they can do some damage once they get there. Kittle had 181 yards, which is crazy. Like his, his kind of best game healthy um, as well. So a weird one. I don't, again, I don't think it has too much impact. I think the 49ers are still good enough um, to make the playoffs based on just mm-hmm. like what the records are. I mean, they have the Falcons and Texans as two of their last um, five games. So like that helps obviously as well, but they, you know, they had the Rams Titans and Bengals as well. Um, that bang that that 49ers Titans game, I think that was the Thursday night game as well that we were you know talking yes. before the show as well. That's a huge game. That'll be a huge game, especially if like the Colts are rolling. Titans will need the win. 49ers will need the win just to stay in the playoffs. That'll be a huge kind of um game then. But oh, I don't sure. I don't think there's much takeaway from that loss. I mean, Debo is out too, so it doesn't really help there, you know, when they're best weapon all year is out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's uh I, I think, you know, obviously in the position that they're in, they need to win games, the, the 49ers. Um, but, and it was a game that they, they could have had. Uh, but yeah, Russ, you know, this is the best he's looked in, in a little bit. And um, it's going to be interesting if, you know, because like you said, it's, it looks pretty much like they're all but out. Uh, and, uh, that they're pretty much, you know, all, all but guaranteed to be out of the playoffs. Yeah, I think they would and, have to win out and they, you know, they have the Rams. And have some things happen. Yeah, they do have uh, they do have like you know the Texans, Lions, and Bears, so it's like three should be wins. But then they have the Rams yeah. and the Cardinals, so it's like you know, 
Right. They'll, they'll end up, you know, they'll finish like nine and eight or eight and nine or something like that and not be able to get in. Yeah. Um, Jamal, Jamal Adams out for the season two. I forgot about that. That came out today. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So uh, and not that he does much other than blitz and, you know, he got his second, he, he just passed Vince Wolford for career interceptions. Um, <laughs> but I but. think, uh, I think honestly, the rest of the team, the rest of the season for them is going to be about evaluating Russ. Like it's going to be Russ watch mm-hmm. now. Yes. Like, yeah. um, you know, figuring out, is he, going to um request a trade uh does he look at you know the team around him in seattle and say uh this is not something i want to be a part of do the seahawks look at russell wilson's play this year uh which has gone down over years past and say you know this isn't you know something that we're we're not prepared to offer you this you know next max you know or not max contract but you know this next five-year deal um so yeah that's uh it's interesting i actually learned today uh that after the seahawks won their super bowl um they had the legion of boom and, and really the downfall of the seahawks was that they had to start paying you know they paid yeah. russ and then they had to start paying the defensive guys which they couldn't and they you know started either trading them or letting them go and uh the team actually considered uh, which isn't something that we've really seen in our lifetime, but they considered letting his rookie contract run out and then letting him go and then trying to find another quarterback. Oh, just because the, the defense was that good. Like it's more yeah, almost just, better to pay the defense. Right. Exactly. Um, they obviously decided to stick with Russell Wilson, but they were thinking they were basically thinking of going with like a, an every five year, go with a new quarterback approach. Yeah. Um, obviously it's, it's, it's very difficult to nail that quarterback selection. Yeah. Um, I think that on top of defensive players, you know, typically having maybe a shorter career than a quarterback too, just injury wise. I think yeah. that they, they did the smart thing, but you know, had, I don't think it's worked right. out since then, but hindsight. you get old fast, right? Uh, you, 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 you know, when it, yeah, I mean, look at, I mean, we talk, we're talking about Russell Wilson declining. Look at Richard Sherman. Like if you want to compare him side by side, like what, right. like Sherman makes a roster gets injured. Didn't look good while he was playing, but was just like, had to be out there. Um, yeah, and then like so, I mean, Bobby Wag- Bobby Wagner still looked good and so like that, but the, you know, I don't think I think it was I think it was the right decision. I think it's very much easier to replace defensive pieces um, than a whole like franchise quarterback that's played as good as Rusted at that, especially up to that moment too. Like you know, again, hindsight. But <clears throat> um, finish up with the last game though of this the schedule, um, Kansas City beating Denver twenty two to nine. Um, you know, Kansas City didn't look great, but they did what they no. needed to do um denver's you know denver's not great either javante williams did look good um he's fun he's a you know younger rookie running back mm-hmm. a piece they just there. don't have a quarterback denver yeah like they, yeah they haven't had a quarterback since peyton manning you know and even even the super bowl that they won it was the year that you know peyton manning's carcass had to be dragged by von miller uh, yeah it was like a three-year loan for peyton manning essentially and only two of the years were good and they happened to win the super bowl right. in a non-good year but Right. Yeah. So like since then, they, you know, they haven't been able to figure out the quarterback situation. I know John Elway is taking a step back. He's not, he's no longer picking the players um, for them, but until they get the quarterback situation figured out, you know, they're sort of squandering. And I like Teddy Bridgewater too. Like I, I liked him. I really loved him when he was on the Vikings. Um, I was devastated when he got hurt. I was glad to see that he was able to make a comeback and I don't think he's necessarily played bad, but he's just not, the guy yeah um, he met you know it's tough would he have been the guy if he never gets injured and has more time to play and be in the nfl and all this stuff at a younger age 
It's, like, it's yeah. tough because he is, and he's a, he's a likable guy. Everyone seems like he was no good too he before he got injured. Like that's I, what I mean. I honestly, yeah, I thought he could have been like um, like a more accurate Lamar Jackson. Like yeah. like I I, I yeah with a little fast, bit less obviously. mobility. Yeah, like right, less not mo- as fast, but yeah, like he, he, I thought he sort of played like Russell Wilson. Like yeah, yes, you know, uh, yeah, I like think Russell hybrid, Wilson's a good comparison. A hybrid of those two uh, quarterbacks, and he obviously gets hurt, and that obviously you know sets back um you know it is funny to see like it's it the whole like if you wanted to play like the game of what if in the nfl like if he doesn't get hurt Kirk cousins doesn't go there i was just about to say that imagine you know a healthy teddy bridgewater with justin jefferson adam Thielen. yeah um he probably goes to san francisco like you know all these types of like weird what ifs um but yeah i mean they have really they, they got a pretty good trio of offensive weapons mm-hmm. you know four if you had Noah fan but he seems to be having like a weird season um they got you know two good running backs now one seems to be poised to take over that role yeah. uh a defense that you know is is uh not as old as it used to be it's getting a bit younger uh so it seems like they're missing a quarterback and you know if you look at the teams in that division like you've got to find a quarterback to be competitive against Justin Herbert and Mahomes so yeah and even Derek Carr to an extent, like obviously he's not, you know, it's not, not like the same as those two, but like right. when you're looking on the same tier, I, but you, you know, I think guy, yeah, Denver would so. be killing to have Derek Carr at this point, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, and obviously there's always that rumor still going, you know, it could be Aaron Rodgers all of a sudden like could fall into their lap. Like when his contract runs at the end of the season, with yeah, his Cause that was like the, that was the rumor going in was like the Broncos were the team that was like fighting the hardest for him. It was very weird to see him on their list. I just, I couldn't like believe it. Like, yeah, I, I, it is. It, I, like he, would he want to, you'd think he'd want to move to like a warmer weather if he's getting out of Green Bay, but I don't think Denver's right. Really the... Right. I mean, he's from California. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That'll be a, that'll be something fun to talk about. Like probably one, when we get to the playoffs and you get a bunch of teams that are eliminated, we can sort Russ, of. Russ, I mean, as... yeah. Russ could go to Denver. Like Denver's going to be the hotspot. We were talking about Gardner. I don't think Gardner makes sense because it's like, is he an upgrade over Teddy? Probably not. No. Not um, really. At least as of now, obviously he's way younger um, mm-hmm. and healthier, but like, I don't think he's an upgrade. So it's like, that doesn't make much sense. Like unless he mm-hmm. just, they just want to pay him for some reason, but there's gonna be a lot of quarterback movement. I think again, like this year. And then, then like Deshaun is still just floating out there. Um, and cause nothing else is kind of, you know, once, you know, you get a whole off season of like, you got the whole season and a whole off season of Deshaun's allegations and, and legal stuff out of the way. Right. Things will, yeah. By next, yeah. by next season start, I think I assume things will have progressed further in that. And you'll, it will know either one way or the other. Like, you know what he's done probably, or, you know, he's coming back. Interesting thing to watch. Um, I was listening to Albert Breer today, um, and he was saying by 2025, by 2024, 2025, I think, he said that the NFL salary cap could get up to $300 million, um, and that he wouldn't be surprised if by the that 2024, 2025 season, you're seeing your first – 60 to 65 million dollar a year quarterback mm. um getting paid because they were Is talking the quarterbacks drafted this year basically so Could that's that's, yeah. the, that's the quarterbacks that are drafted this year and that's something like you know um like the quarterback structure in the nfl it's not structured like it is in you know the nba like where you're sort of paid what your value is in the nfl you're paid as much as the guy previous was Mm -hmm. like you know the guy before you gets paid that's usually like a starting point yeah Um, yeah kirk cousins is a top five paid quarterback just in timing right um so 
like if Trevor Lawrence is going to get 60 million, like is a guy like Mac Jones, you know, who like obviously is in a different situation. Yeah. But, I mean, um, yeah, it's four years too. It's like things. It's four years from now, but obviously, but it's like, you know, you just, you think of, you know, you, you just think about like the future and where things are headed. Like, um, you know, it's one of the things now where, like you look back at, at Brady and, and some of the things that are sort of coming back into my uh, line of sight. I haven't been watching that. Um, uh, what's the what's ESPN thing? man in the arena? I yeah. haven't been watching it yet. I'm going to wait till they all come out, but, yep. um, but one of the things, so the, like everybody always talks about like how, you know, how Brady took like the hometown discount mm-hmm. back when he was drafted. Um the rules were different where you could sign your, you could sign first round picks sooner than you can now. Yeah. Now you can't sign them until I think it's like year three out of five. Uh, okay. Yeah. 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 Into the contract. So you can't give that obviously extension. Brady was a sixth round pick or seven, uh, seventh round pick. Um, so he had a bit more wiggle room where the, where Belichick like locked him up in, I think it was his second year. Mm-hmm. of his contract and um you know as pick 199 gets a discount um and like now you can't do that like now yeah. you have to wait for these guys to play out their deals and you know earn more value um so you know a couple of years from you know years from now is that going to be belichick's problem hopefully you know hopefully he's still competing it looks like you know he's he's closer to that Don Shula record, then I think he might have thought we were he was yeah, going to yeah, be, going to the going season. Yeah. The season. Yep. Um before we get off the football topic, I just wanted to ask you as we sort of set the tone now that after this big Patriots win, I forgot to ask you um before when we were talking about um the Bills in the past. Um so we're we're you know into December now, and they just beat you know what most people assumed was the best team in the division. And top two to three team in the in the NF, uh, in the AFC. Um, so, what are your expectations now for the Patriots based off of where they currently sit? I, I think most people would say that they didn't. Most rational Patriots fans would say that they didn't expect this level of success mm-hmm. going into the season. Maybe we finished the year with nine wins, but we're currently sitting, you know, at a spot where. We've already yeah, the, remember the over under not that long ago was seven and a half for the season. Right. Wins. Uh, yeah. So like, obviously we had so much new talent, but I expected it to be either, you know, uh, uh, around the same amount, seven wins that we had last year, maybe a couple, you know, maybe we're at eight or nine. Um, if, if Mac Jones looks really good yep. Uh, yep. And, and we're already there. So do your expectations change now? where, um, you know, should the Patriots be in the AFC championship game um, come that time of year or is just making the playoffs and a one and done good enough considered where we thought they were at the beginning of the season. I think, I think it's good to get these things on record now because everybody always like plays revisionist history. Like if the, if the Patriots go on to, you know, a Super Bowl run, people are going to be like, you know, and they, and they lose the Super Bowl, people will be like, oh, well, they overachieved. But then, you know, right now, 
those same people are being like, you know, Super Bowl or bust, like the paths like are headed there. Yeah. Um, so I guess where are your thoughts about based on where they are now, what your expectations are for how they finish the season? Yes, yeah, it's, it's certainly not Super Bowl or bust. Obviously, that'd be I think you're, you'd be crazy um, seeing some of the talent, the NFC, uh, NFC and AFC on each side. One and done would also be a disappointment. So like if, you know, you want the two extreme ends, um, especially given like the fact that outs if you know if we, if we want to give some leniency if if things go to shit somehow and so maybe injuries or something happens um and we don't finish with a home field advantage in the first round which i'm fully expecting at this point because of that type now not tiebreaker but beating the bills and you know we have a couple games on them now mm-hmm. only you know the bills and the colts and then some winnable games after that i th- i i'm giving the assumption we'll have a home field game so that's at least you yeah. have to win that um and then obviously it comes down to that for me, I, I I want like AFC championship would be like the dream, because um, like if we go to the AFC championship, lose to the Chiefs, but then like everyone's looked good and we made it there, I think I'm very comfortable with that. I don't mm-hmm. think it's Super Bowl or bust, um, but a one and done also at this point is 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 admittedly disappointing. Like when you have the defense playing like they are, and, and assuming assuming again, obviously one injury could change everything, but we're we're just gonna play the mm-hmm. no injuries happen from now until then in game. Yeah, yeah. For all for all teams across the board. I would say a one and done would be severely disappointing, but you obviously have the out that Mac Jones is young and you have a bunch of these free agent signings locked up for a decent amount of time that have all been successful for the most part. Mm -hmm. Um, So it sounds like your expectation is assuming we're we're hosting. Yeah. Assuming we're hosting, we should at least win one game. At least. Yeah. That would be, I think, I think losing first round. And even if we're not hosting and it's like a four V five situation, like, Mm -hmm. like if, again, if we're not hosting, we're probably playing the bills. Or the Ravens, like I just said, we're I think we're as good as, if not better, than the Ravens and Bills. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, the, I, I one and done across the board would be disappointing. I gave the out as not hosting, but I, I think one and done would be disappointing at this point. That's fair. I think, um, like I, I said, think I you're crazy think... if you say Super Bowl. Like, is the is the goal? Yeah, and I, that's not that's not mine. I, I mean, no, I still I think I still think they're not as good as the Chiefs, and I still think yeah. that they're not. A, I, I think like looking down the road, like I still would take the chiefs over the over the pats and i i still that's think that's kind of my own. that's why i said afc championship game because that's what i expect yeah. to be so i think i mean as of right now as of right now the pats are the number one seed so if they win one game after getting the bye they're in the afc championship game true um so i think based on where you are right now looking at the remainder of your schedule and the games that you should win um i think they should finish as the number one seed um yeah. if they don't i think that's you know something went wrong um, and then I think they should win one game and make it to the AFC championship game. And if they lose to a Patrick Mahomes, then, you know, I, I would say that you lost to the better quarterback. Um, but I, I think they, so, so I would say, I would say AFC championship game is my expectation based on, um, where they currently are at. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think, you know, sure. They don't have, uh, you know, there's been a lot of talk about, you know, where does Mac Jones rank? you know, out of 30 quarterbacks, like, is he, is he, you know, some people are saying he's top 10, is he top 15, top 20? Like, I, I think he's, you know, sort of your, you know, somewhere between 15 and 20, like, you know, just of based on what he's shown, we've still yet to see him. I think the one thing we've yet to see him do, and again, he had the opportunity to do it um, against the Cowboys and against the Bucks was the come from behind victory. Like, like, and can he win, can he win a shootout? You know, if, that that I feel like that's what I'm hoping the Bills game is on the 26th is yes. like yeah. 
hope the weather's perfect and I hope it's Josh Allen and and Mac Jones just like you know a 35 31 type score where they're just going back and forth and let's see how can he does he have the um, ability to you know keep up there um, so if we fall short because of that because we can't keep up with Patrick Mahomes in an AFC championship game then I feel like you have to, you know, sort of tip your cap there and say that the season's been a success, but um, they've shown that they can do it on defense and they've shown that, um, you know, they've been able to really put together all phases of the game, running, timely passing, a defense that, you know, has really seemed to, um, you know, get a nose for the turnover as of late. I was going to say, uh, I was going to say that turnover is at the right time for the defense. Yeah. And, 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 you know, Nick Folk has been really good, um, mm-hmm. which is, you know, not something that, uh, you know, many people would have expected, you know, to, for him to be one of the best kickers in the league. So um, yeah, I just wanted to see as again, we're heading into this because, because people can say what they want about, like we, like we said earlier about the, the games we played already about the Browns while they don't have OBJ and they, you know, Baker's hurt. The Titans, you know, are missing their weapons. You got the weather in last night's game. So, you know, let's, or Monday's game. So let's see, um, you know, based on people's predictions where we think that they're going to be. So I think we're probably in the same spot. We know that the Pats have um, done better and exceeded expectations than most of us, you know, probably thought. Um, but you know, similar to the Red Sox this past baseball season, mm-hmm. like it, there comes a point where, okay, expectations need to be adjusted based off of how you've now, um, performed. It's not yeah. moving the goalposts. It's just, okay. Like, you know, you, you came out of the gate looking like this. Um, and it's actually funny too, to just think of like the two halves of the Patriot season, like, you know, starting, starting out didn't look great. You yeah, know, that Dolphins and Saints like back to back losses, right? You, you know, kill like I thought that point correct. was like season's over. Like, let's just hope. Like, I think we even said like season's over. Let's just hope we get like to see Mac like try mm-hmm. it and then like to see what we have with them. That yeah, because they hadn't yeah. beaten a good they hadn't beaten a good team um, to that point. They just looked sloppy. So, um, so yeah, I just I, I think uh, I think the Pats are in a really good spot. Uh, as I as I already said, you know, Pats and Bucks are currently the odds-on favorite to. Uh, to make it back to the Super Bowl, so that yep, is with Belichick uh, now just surpassing Coach of the Year. He's now favorite. which I think, like I think Roger Goodell would orchestrate like a uh, you know he hook up with uh, Elon Musk and have like a a meteor you know like strike Earth before that matchup was uh, <laughs> the Super Bowl matchup with Belichick winning Coach of the Year or something like that. <laughs> yeah, and and you know Rookie of the Year or something like that. So yeah. Tom Brady wins MVP, just like all like in all <laughs> planets, all planets collide. Um. Yeah. Goodell just goes Joe Paterno and dies with a broken heart. <laughs> <laughs> one, one, uh, one can dream. So that would be God. That'd be a, a pure Patriots porn if those two were to were to face off. So yeah, God. one um, can dream. We're, we got a we got a uh, two months until you know that could potentially be a reality. So yes, yeah, it's 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 coming fast. Like, well, we're in December and December flies because of the holidays and New Year's mm-hmm. and. And all of a sudden, you know, we're staring mid-January in the face, and it's it's playoff time. Yeah. Um, and, and we're in the AFC Championship games and, and the Super Bowl and stuff like that in February. So um, that's before you know it. But as of now, we um, before we get to the tweets of the week, um, we have one other sport news. Not much going on with the MLB lockout, and then NBA and NHL are kind of just cruising along, nothing there. But college football now officially has our final four. 
um, that'll be in the semifinals and the finals um, around New Year's, which is crazy. It's funny. It's announced now. And then it's like, they don't play for, you know, basically a month. Um, but we have the final four, Alabama one, Michigan two, Georgia three, Cincinnati four, Steve and I were messaging each other. Um, yeah. Was this pre even, this was, this post? was during the, was it, uh, it was, it was, I think it was during. Was it, it's uh, post Alabama winning pre Michigan playing. Yes. Yeah. So Alabama had won. Cincinnati once, was playing once Alabama won and it sort of confirmed that Notre Dame wasn't going to get in. And we started yes. new the four. That was yeah. when we started talking about like, how uh, are they going to rank the four? Yes. Yeah. Um, we both had come to the same conclusion that they, you know, they won't come out and say it, but they didn't want Alabama and Georgia to play each other. So it was either going to be Michigan one, Alabama two, Cincinnati three, Georgia four, or basically the one we got now, which is Alabama one um, playing Cincinnati, Michigan, Georgia playing each other as two, three, um you know at the end of the day i have no issues really because for me i like to see the different ones so i'm okay with like that being the reasoning i know we were just talking about before the show like it's not great reasoning like what's the issue really but seeing teams that don't necessarily always play each other i think it's kind of fun um it's tough for cincinnati to go backwards kind of but it's just the way it worked out like georgia was the best team all year so it's like to then go from first to fourth is kind of a hard jump by losing to a team that's also in the playoffs yeah yeah, that's why um, that's why I felt like it would have been the most fair for Michigan to be one and yeah. have uh, Cincinnati be um, be three, three. Just yeah. just because like I I just thought it's it's tough to to move them backwards after an undefeated season. But yeah, um, I mean it's it's, yeah, it's it's very I, funny too because like if it goes the other way, it's the same two matchups with the mm-hmm. same home game. So it doesn't really make, or not home games. Cause right. They play neutral. Did they play? I don't mm-hmm. think they play neutral sites for that. Yes. Um, so it's not like there's a home game. So it's very funny. Like it's, we're picking at straws with that because if it was Michigan one in Cincinnati three, it's still, it's still Michigan, Georgia has one, four and Alabama Cincinnati is two, three. So it doesn't make a difference. Like, yeah, it's just, it's just picking at straws and, and, and wording it differently. It's a shame Alabama had to spoil the party. You know, they could have, uh, you know, if they lost, could have been, you know, real yep. chaos. Yes. Uh, Notre Dame Oklahoma State Notre Dame. had already lost too. So it's like they had kicked themselves out, which, because again, if they win, they're probably fighting with Notre Dame, assuming Alabama loses. Like if, if mm-hmm. Oklahoma State or if Baylor, I think if Baylor had won. Um, yeah. That yeah. Which, made, which they did. Yeah. Oh, they, so they, 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 beat, made, they, they beat Oklahoma State. Yeah. So that was what it was. Baylor, they almost shot each other in the foot. Like, if Oklahoma State had beaten Baylor, there's a chance they could have got in. Not right. without Michigan winning, loses, Ohio yeah. State could have snuck in again. So, um, so yeah, there there was a lot on the line, and Alabama sort of like squashed the fun because then Michigan pretty quickly too, yeah, to just you know run through, uh, you know, the poor people of Iowa. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I think it's going to be fun. I as you sort of said, I expect um, you know Cincinnati to get rolled um they had, the, the one thing though is um john mechie's gonna be out for alabama yes yep so uh, yep. that's one of their top receivers that's someone who i want the patriots to take in the draft honestly but in um, cincinnati well we'll probably take him now that he's got a torn acl that's <laughs> yeah special. yeah um, um cincinnati has like three like very good cornerbacks that's as well. what i was gonna say but it's I, like they match up the, the alabama's statistically is like that you just can't cover all of our receivers cincinnati with john mechie out is like I think mm-hmm. we can like can cover all the receivers, but you have then a good running game of Alabama and, you know, in the defense of Alabama, it's like, I don't, is Desmond Ritter going to really score that much against that Alabama defense and, and what they produce. But, mm-hmm. um, and then I so, think yeah, Georgia is going to be a slugfest. Yeah. That, um, 
Yeah, I feel like Georgia definitely bounces back after that. Mm -hmm. Michigan, you know, but Michigan has like the way that they've played recently with like defense and running Mm -hmm. like that has. And again, passing that hasn't, um, you know, resulted in a lot of turnovers. Um, That could make a shorter game for Georgia and, and, you know, uh, not really allow them to, to run up a score. Um, but I just feel like, you know, Georgia, after getting sort of embarrassed last week after, um, you know, all the talk that they were, you know, miles ahead of every other uh, team in the NCAA um, this season for them to, to really get, you know, really pants last week by Alabama. Um, tough. Yeah, tough. Another thing, too, like uh, I saw someone tweet this. It's like, when's the last time? that Nick Saban and uh, Bill Belichick were both underdogs going into the same weekend. <laughs> that is, yeah, it's true. Probably not. Kind of not, weird. Not often. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly because like, again, I, Alabama's probably been the underdog like one time in the past, like, and then, and that one time was probably just like more often than not the Patriots. Yeah. I think, I think Alabama was like the last time they were an underdog was like 2017 or something like that. Um, but yeah, so I, um, it's hard to say like who I think the favorite would be because it's like, you have Alabama who like, I try not to let so much sway me by like the last week. Um, so like Georgia's played the best all year long. Mm-hmm. Alabama didn't look as good. You know, the narrative on them is that they didn't look as good all year long. They win the SEC championship game. They beat the best team in the, in the NCAA. Um, you get Cincinnati who, you know, I haven't really seen much of them all year. Um, and then you get a Michigan team that is, you know, has been you know coming on, uh as of late so it's hard to predict should be undefeated really if now you do like a little look back at it like to lose to your like biggest second biggest rival biggest rival whatever in a game they should have won too yeah yeah um so yeah it's like i i kind of i i kind of like that's why i hate georgia and michigan having to play each other because i really think like a georgia michigan uh finals would be really exciting yes I mean, yeah, hope, I guess best case scenario, you get Michigan, Alabama would be mm-hmm. a fun final or Georgia, Alabama, I guess. But um, obviously, you know, I think everyone's pretty, everybody in this country outside of Alabama is going to be rooting for Cincinnati to somehow do some something. But, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, this is, you know, college football. This is when it gets, this is when a lot of people tune in and, and look at it for the first time. Um, but that is kind of everything we had. Um, yeah, for sports and big, and big football and get, weekend. Yes, big football weekend, and, and the, the next couple will be because again, Christmas like Christmas is for me when the NBA starts. Um, yes, so that's like when, and, and that's good because it's like you know, then you're only getting a couple football games a week because it's playoff time. Mm-hmm. Um, you get hockey in full swing, baseball maybe we'll ha- know more by then. Um, yeah, maybe we'll know so. for having a season. Season, I doubt it though. Yep. So, um, with that, we'll get to tweet of the weeks. I think. Um, might be you first on this one. All right. I, I, can take went, it. I think you went second last time. You had the really good one last week. So we saved that for the end. Mine is, uh, mine is rather quick. Uh, again, I, I favorited it as soon as I saw it. Um, because I was just like, this is, this is tweet of the week worthy. Uh, let's see here. A quick video. So the caption is, you almost had it there, boss. So I'll play it through once and then play it through again. Some narration. Oh. 
Keep going, keep going, you got it, you got it. Keep going, keep going. There we go. Almost. So if you uh keep going, keep going, you got it, you got it. Uh, Chevy Silverado in a precarious situation up on a uh, um, I don't even know what you call those things one of those cement like poles that are sticking out of the ground like yeah that, uh, yeah I don't know what you from being able to drive yeah uh, so his car is several feet off the ground uh, on one of those and he's got some you know older gentleman uh has some good samaritans trying to help him figure out his situation uh he's able to reverse enough where uh he's able to walk up the posts keep going keep going so that causes a car accident like impact yeah uh, which has the the man's uh, (laughs) the the man's head slams against the uh the steering wheel which causes the airbag to go off and oh i missed the airbag so i saw the white i, th- I saw i thought it was just smoke i was like what happened but I and, missed. Then, and then for his his hat to come flying out of the, <laughs> the- uh, that's a that's like the little bit extra for effect like the hat just it just pans to it too at the end safely flying out of the uh um <laughs> like like you know he was like probably taken to a hospital and the hat was just like still there. Yeah. Like yeah. The, the truck and the hat are still sitting there today. Um, so yeah, just a class, you know, classic, it says Florida promo. Um, so I feel like this is something that may have, may have happened there. Um, but yeah, just classic, you know, just some, some silliness on, on the bird. So that is my, how is Twitter free tweet of the week? Mine um, kind of similar. similar. Uh, Had you seen that before? I had not. I had not. Um, it was a challenge trying to get one by you. It is sometimes. It is sometimes. I've, I didn't I, have I, any I didn't good have ones. Any good I'm echoing I'm a little bit. I don't know if that's on your stuff. Oh, but... uh, yeah. I'm loud. Yeah. Um, uh, let me share the rights. Right. So, so, video was just wild. Was just wild. Same, similar. Same similar. Um, the tweet just um, says, says, this is some this Allstate made shit. Okay. Remember those commercials? Yes. Love those commercials. Yeah. No, this is very new to I mean, he just shovel off his car. You hear a little bit of crumbling. You're like, oh, ice is falling or something like that. And just a cement block falls from the sky. <laughs> That's a cement block. It just went through the center of his car. I just, it was, un, I'm just gonna, it is, I don't know, it's a very long video, but. That's when you know, like, that's like God saying, like, your number's up, but he, like, misses, <laughs> so he's got to, like, try again the next day. Like, this guy just looks up, and he does it so casually, I'd be sprinting out of there. Like, watch him look up, see it, and be like, okay, I'm just gonna slide to the right a little bit. Yeah, notice him also, like, he runs, instead of, like, running for cover, like, underneath that, like, that overhang. <laughs> He runs almost like tore into his yeah, own, like, his own death. Horribly misjudged. Now, like my first thought was like my first thought was flat screen TV. Yep. And then like it's just like some. It looks like almost like the. It almost looks like the balcony. Bed frame. But yeah, it does look like a like falling. It looks like a TV, but the damage is like it has to be like. If you... 
just the impact. It, it, it literally, I think it is the floor, like balcony of like one, like because it shows like it pans up to the apartment building or whatever. <laughs> Carl, I'm gonna be late to work. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean that. So, <laughs> I mean, imagine that looking is, up and seeing a slab of concrete. That's some Final you. Destination shit, right? Yeah, there. I don't know how he just managed to like not. You know, I don't know. Like I said, it was just so casual. He's just like, I'm just gonna move. <laughs> Like I don't know. That's, but that's that was my. Yeah, I feel like I would have. Like, that's very Twitter video. Stunned. What was that? I feel like I just would have been stunned. Like I just. Yeah, you. Yeah, you either. I would have eaten. Either that. You don't move at all, or you sprint out of there. He kind of like took three steps back and then jogged out of the way. Damn. But I don't know. Like just the conversation you have with. Like I always wonder. Like again, after the video ends, it's like the conversation you have with insurance or something like that, or, yeah, or just yourself. Well, it's just like yeah, it's like yeah, a uh, a. a you know 500 pound slab of concrete just fell from the sky through <laughs> um, the center of the car normally you see that happen in like new york city like you always hear those stories about like uh air conditioner thing units yes. like falling yeah. out of like apartment buildings and just like do, like do they kill people on the ground or do they just like completely miss like tough but um yeah well those are uh couple of uh funny car videos you know, close, yeah car videos, they don't even tell each other before and you know how two similar videos in terms of cars um and accidents but with that that'll be the end of the episode um please go to the link down below follow us on all social media and subscribe on all podcasting platforms we probably i was just thinking this too as we, i was watching yours i was like we probably should share the tweets um as well um yeah just because like you know, if you're listening to this in podcast form, you heard us describe it. You can hear the noise of the the, the video, but to get some visuals for it. Um, yes. Yeah, so yeah, uh, yeah, we can we can DM them to each other and then uh, tweet it out. So yeah, I'm just gonna do that now. So I don't forget. But um, yeah. So yeah, go to link down. if you want to see the videos. Go to links. Those will be down there as well as the links to all the social medias and everything like that. Um, plenty more football coming up as we had, we had referenced before. So like I said, in two or three weeks, we'll probably do more playoff updates. Maybe. You know where do the Patriots stand now? Because we'll have two of our hearts games of the way um, in a couple weeks, <clears throat> and and we'll go from there. So if you did enjoy, like I said, please subscribe on all po- podcasting platforms, and we will see you next time. Peace.